how to sell more cars. Welcome, everybody, to the How to Sell More Cars Town Hall and the, the How to Sell More podcast. And I don't know if any of you have seen uh, the uh, the movie. Most of you probably aren't, aren't old enough to have seen this, but the movie The Graduate. It was Dustin Hoffman movie from back in the '60s. Hey, Jeff Yates, how you doing, buddy? Welcome aboard. the uh, the The movie um, The movie was The Graduate. Dustin Hoffman was was a recent uh, college graduate, and uh, Mrs. Robinson was trying to, to seduce him. And he's at a he's at a cocktail party. Dustin Hoffman, recent college graduate, got his got his diploma out. And he's at a cocktail party, and some of the older gentlemen at the cocktail party are, are talking to him about his future. What are you going to do with your future? And one of the guys has got a got a glass in his hand. And he leans over, he leans over and says, uh, "Plastics." Just one word, plastics. That's where the future is, plastics. So today, January eleventh, twenty twenty three. If I was talking to a, to a recent graduate or a, a young man or a woman who's looking for uh, something to do with their future. And in the immediate future, the conversation might go something like this: repo work, repo work. I was uh, I was working on an article last week for uh, for the the independent uh, the National Independent Automobile Dealers Association wrote an article how to how to recession proof your store. And I was doing the research for that, and I was interviewing some folks and talking to some folks. And um, one thing I found out. We, we right now at this moment in time, we had the highest repossession rate, especially among low income buyers. We had the highest uh, repossession rate that we've had at any time since pre-COVID, since 2019. Of course, COVID came along. Everybody, everybody got a check. Everybody, every, everything was uh, pretty good for a while. And, and people were staying in cars and uh, people were making the payments on, on, on their cars and repossessions plummeted. And some of the some of the repo companies went out of business at that time. But the but the uh, the repo guy I was talking to, he said he said I've never seen anything like this. I've got business lined up as far as I can see. Uh, I have major lending institutions coming out of the woodwork right now, offering bonuses and long term contracts and everything they do because they want the uh, the uh, the ability and 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 the capability and and the the, the uh, they, they, they want to have access to the repo work because they're expecting a lot of repossessions because we may or may not be in a recession. Nobody's officially declared that yet, but the car business, whether in a recession or not, the car business is, uh, is, is wonky, uh, has been wonky for a while, but it's, it's kind of, it's kind of flipped. It, it seems like at least to me and a lot of other people that we're at, we're at an inflection point and things are going to be different for the next couple of years than maybe they've been for the last couple of years. And I, we started ta started talking about what can we do to recession-proof the business, and especially from the marketing standpoint, uh, marketing and sales, what are you going to do differently now that you haven't been doing for the last couple of years? And it, it got, you know, the last couple of years is, is the people have been coming in. Uh, it's, it's more a question, not necessarily finding people to sell to, it's finding the things to sell to them. And uh, inventories are rising, used car prices are plummeting. So uh, right now, everybody's in the market for buyers. I have a, I, I spend most of my time uh, writing radio and television spots for car dealerships. And in the last few months, I've had dealers coming out of the woodwork, literally, just like the Revo man said. I've had dealers uh, this, this, this week. I had a dealer who I've not talked to in 10 years 
he uh, I haven't I haven't done anything with him in ten years. He called me out of the blue and and needed to have a a, a big uh, a, a big surplus a surplus sell off an inventory liquidation sale. I've got too many used cars. We need to have a big old sale like we used to do back in the day. And I, I probably went three or four years without ever using the word uh, clearance or or liquidation or, or anything like that in the ads because it was just silly to talk about that. But things things are different now. So I and I started talking to dealers about what are you going to do differently, and uh, there was a couple of things. Some people talked about you know working on fixed stops program. We, we spend more time advertising to fixed stops to keep those servers back in there, and that that's a, a small part of what I'm going to spend most of my time talking about. Uh, but the the consensus seems to be that we better get back to the knitting. We better get back to loving on our customers, more customer retention. I did I did a survey in the in the How to Sell More Cars Town Hall, uh, the, fake, the the focus group on on Facebook did a little, put a little survey up there as what are you going to do differently to you know to make it through whatever kind of economic period we're in. And the number one answer from the dealers was we're going to spend more time on customer retention. We're going to focus on customer retention. And honestly, the bar ain't that high because another um, because another survey I saw so was asking. Uh, businesses, not just car dealers, but businesses in general, what percentage of your advertising and marketing budget is focused on returning customers? And the most uh, the most common answer was zero. We spend exactly zero dollars on returning customers. Everybody's Everybody loves new and shiny. Everybody loves conquest customers. Everybody loves a new customer. Everybody loves a new sale, a new deal. Uh, but then we uh, we uh, we love them and forget them. We, we we're we're out the door. Here are your keys. A B C you goodbye. That somebody told me that that's the A B C close. A B C you and they're 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 done. But your former customers are always going to be your best customers, and and especially right now, especially right now. Um, there's a there's a thing in the car business, and as you know, the last couple of years things have been good. We focus on the in market buyers. That one to two percent of the market who's in the market, who are going to be buying the cars. They're the fresh ups. They're the ones putting the leads on, on the websites. They're the one picking up the phone and giving the call. But they're only 1% to 2% of the market. And we spend most of our time, energy, and money advertising to them. And even what we advertise, most of the, most of the money dealers spent uh, most of the money's dealers spend is on inventory advertising, especially online. We're we're gonna we're gonna take our inventory, we're gonna put it online, we're gonna put it on the uh, the, the aggregators, we're gonna put it on cars.com and edmunds.com and everywhere else. We're gonna put Facebook ads on there with their inventory, and everything is based on the inventory. And that was probably a pretty good strategy. It is a pretty good strategy. You want to get you want that low-hanging fruit. That's easy money. You got to get that. But that what was already a tiny sliver. Of the market, one to two percent is declining because there are fewer in-market buyers in a recession. By definition, there are fewer in-market buyers, and we, and 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 most people when they they get ready when they're trying to figure out how are we going to accomplish, they want to double down on what's been working for them. So they spend more money on inventory ads and on inventory marketing and 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 having sales and and reaching out to uh to get people to come in and buy the car right now. But uh, there's a lot of things in your in your sales pitches and in your marketing that you can talk about that don't have anything to do with the cars that you have or the prices that you charge for them. Um, and, and from from fixed stops. 
to talking about the customer experience that you have with the dealership or with the individual. Bo Sales is here, and Bo and I have talked about this before. You know, Bo, Bo, Bo gets to know people and, and, and puts his face out there, uh, and people will come in to see Bo, not because of the particular Ford that he's got, but because they saw Bo talking about his bowling game, and they've driven across state lines to get that Bo experience. Um, so we want to talk about other things other than the inventory and having the lowest price because inventory and the lowest price may not be the most important thing in people's minds. And there's, if and even for those that are, there's going to be fewer and fewer of them in this situation. So you want to talk about things that are more appealing to uh, to people to to a to a larger market. And the uh, the car dealer spending zero percent of their money. On, on retention customers, on retaining customers, those retention customers are always, always, always going to be your biggest tiny pods. You're going to get more reviews. You're going to get more referrals. You're going to get more repeat business out of people who already know you and like you and trust you. They know you like you and trust you enough to hand you money before. So you've already overcome the hurdle. Uh, it only makes sense to spend a little more money talking to the people who already know you and like you and trust you and 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 get them to come back and more and and even more importantly uh, a buddy of mine uh, told me that getting someone to spend money with you I mean people have to know you like you and trust you to get to spend money with you but they'll do that they'll take a risk but they will never take a risk to refer you until until they are completely confident in you, so that's that's the sign of great trust. And those people who know you, like you, and trust to to uh, refer their mother in law to come visit with you, to write those reviews uh, and get them up on up on Google and on Dealerator and everywhere else, who are putting their name out there as an advocate for you. So that's the thing I'm recommending to dealers to do for this year is let's let's step back just a little bit. Just a little bit from going full bore into uh, in into the aver- advertising and marketing for inventory and low prices, and start talking more about the experience. Start talking more about the reasons that the, you and their community. I just uh, just got through interviewing a guy working on a. Um, He's a um, he's a master tech at a dealership in in Missouri, and they're they're recruiting mass mass master techs. But the thing is, they're you know they're they're reaching out into the community, and they spend all day talking about this dealership's participation in the community and the scholarships that they're offering, and they're reaching out and holding those hands to give everybody a little bit of the feel good vibe that uh, that people are going to need through uh, whatever uh, whatever tumultuous whatever the situation is going to be this coming year. So I'm going to open it up. I'd like I said, this is a free form conversation. I want to hear from everyone else about what's going on on the ground where you are uh, and what your dealership, you personally, uh, as a salesperson, if you're in sales or as from the, from the dealership standpoint, what are you going to do differently marketing this year into a situation that may be a little tougher than what we've had for the last couple of years? So uh, anybody wants to just un- unmute yourself and hop on in. And we're getting crickets again. Rick Kruger, come on, baby. I know you got something. Oh, you're so sweet, babe. Hey, John, John B. Nope, John. So um, let's talk about some of the things that, that you can 
advertiser that they, uh, that the uh, that I, I said I don't really know. If you want to put your in, in the chat over here, put in in the chat whether you're in sales or whether you're in management, so we can uh, so I can I can tailor some of the suggestions that that I'm going to make uh, to 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 you as as a salesperson. Again, more more reaching out to to past people. But I know uh, if you know if you one of the guys just told me he left one dealership and he came back to another dealership, and that's a great opportunity. Everybody you've ever, ever sold to uh, now, any anytime you move, you need to let them know where uh, wh- where you are and what you're going. Rick Rick there, he does a great job of embedding himself in the community and supporting the the, the people that are around him. If uh, and 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 here, here's what happens a lot of times, especially especially maybe the first of the year, or somebody gets a new job, uh, they get they 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 go crazy on the phone and they start sending out the emails and the messages and the texts to people who haven't heard from them in six months, six years. I don't know when the last time they heard from them was. So oh oh, I got I got a new email from Terry. Terry must be needing money. Time times must be, must be hard now. So if you if you never reach out to people. Uh, and and every time you do, you're asking for money. That's a red flag. But Rick does such a great job of promoting the people in his community. He's always talking about the people who are around him and the people that um, and, and and the small businesses that buy from him, uh, the, the people that are, are there. And he's build, building these relationships and anything you could do. What that, that, that in the article that I wrote for the. Uh, the National Independent Automobile Dealers Association. The the thing I suggest is well, you make anything you can do to activate your advocates. And as a dealership, your advocates are your employees and your customers. Uh, we live in the social media world, and every single one of your employees has has a couple anywhere between a couple hundred and a few thousand friends on 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 so, social media. And if you can activate them. To actively go out and and bring their customers in, bring their bring their mother in law in, bring bring their friends to the store, that's a, that that's a given. And if you're and if you're if your employees don't like you enough to uh, advocate and evangelize for you, that's probably a sign that you got bigger problems than just the recession coming on. So th- so they they should be your biggest advocates, and then act, act, activate those uh, the. Your your customers they can be uh, they can be advocates as well whether it is with a bird dog fee or with um or with it, with any any anything uh, bird dog fees the stuff like Rick does where you're actively promoting them and uh, and promoting their businesses and giving them you know, giving them something to talk about the uh, the um, uh, there's a saying that uh, if you if, to uh, to find your people and to lift them up. If you will actually, there's Rick Kruger, whether it's camera on everything, boy, you are a handsome man. Uh, so fi- finding your people and lifting them up, putting the spotlight on it, on them. And it, there's, there's psychological reason it works. One, there's the law of reciprocity. If I go out of my way to do something good for you, to say something nice about you, to make you feel better, uh, to, to help your business, odds are you're probably going to go out of your way to do something good for me, to say something nice about me to help my business. So find your people and lift them up and start doing more of the, uh, the stuff to reach the 98% of the market who aren't in the market. All right. 649 uh and uh, I'm you know if uh, that was that was this all I had prepared if no one's got anything they want to contribute we're going we're going to let you out of here early today. Rick Rick uh, you, you you come in with the camera on you you got to talk. Hey. 
Terry. Michael Smith's sure. talking. What's up, buddy? Go, Michael. So, what, what are some of your tips on what to do to, I mean, what I'm trying to do is, is I've not utilized, for example, send out cards as I should. Right. Now I'm consciously sending out a, t- a ton of them. And I don't, I don't send it out saying, come buy for me. I mean, I don't want to be salesy at all. I, I mean, I just, I let them know and remind people where I work because, you know, I have a, a, a back on my send out cards and, and <clears throat> staying in touch. But I mean, outside that, what are some ways you suggest keeping in touch with um, prior clients? Well, so uh, send, send, you, I mean, you know me, send out cards is one of my big deal. Um, I, I send I send cards to everyone, but I send out cards and and especially especially birthdays. And Michael's r- real good about the uh, about about the birthday things, but but uh, but but send out cards is is the big one. Um, I saw my my father passed away a year and a half ago, and I uh, I had to ha- had to hire a real estate in- uh, agent to sell his home. And I've got, I've, I, and being in the business that I am doing what I do, I know more real estate agents than, than I could possibly ever begin to name. And the, the funny thing was, I, I, the, the, the guy ended up helping to hire, hire, and I didn't even think about, okay, well, uh, you know, this, this is why I'm going to hire him. But after, after I hired him and, and we got to start the house, I came home and looked at my refrigerator. And my refrigerator right now has four magnets on it. From the, from this real estate agent, he sends out he sends he sends out calendars every year for the uh, Tennessee Titans football team for the uh, for the University of Tennessee um, University of Tennessee football team. He sends out Predators calendars. He sends out sports calendars, and my my wall my refrigerator literally looks like a billboard for this guy. And every time I open up there to get me a, a chicken salad sandwich or whatever I'm trying to get out of the refrigerator, there, there, Jason Strain. That's his name, J- Jason Strain, uh, and uh, Tri-State Realty. Uh, he's 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 right there. He sent he sent out a thing of recipes. So anything that you can do, whether it's a card, I mean, there's there's a lot to be said for physical things that are staying in front of people's place in, in front of people's face. And that's the main thing is you just got to be in their face, remind them that you're in their life. We everybody says that they uh, they want their customers to stay in their life, but they don't really do anything to stay in the customer's life. Um, so that the, the send out cards or calendars or anything that puts you in their life, and that includes make giving them a call on their on their birthday or you know or just being in their life, calling them just to just to check on them. Hey, how you been? What's the best thing you? What's the best thing that's happened to you since uh, since the last time I talked to you? And just making a conscious effort not to stay in their lives because they're customers, but because you want to stay in their lives. And it, it, it and um, it's as simple as if, if nothing else, just a text. I've got I've got a friend of mine who that's 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 her entire entire marketing strategy. She sits down every day and sends about ten to twenty texts to people in her uh, in 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 her database. That she hasn't talked to in the last three or four months, and says, "Hey, how you doing? Hadn't talked to you in a while, right?" And it doesn't, doesn't even have to say, "Hey, we're having a big sale." Hey, how's the car I sold you? Hey, hadn't talked to you in a while. How's it going? And and of course, 90, 90 some odd percent of the people are going to ignore that, but the people who don't, you're going to start a conversation with. And any chance you get to start a conversation, 
is a chance to to lead to another conversation. And specifically, if you ask them, hey, hey, great catching up with you, but uh, hey, remind, do me a favor before you go. Who do you know that might be in the market for a car? Who do you know that might be trying to sell their car? Um, that because because we're all all still looking for for inventory, uh, especially if we can get it cheaper than what the uh, the auctions are, are selling for it. But uh, but in, in anything that you could do to stay in their life, I mean, it's not not even a sales thing from a, from a salesperson standpoint. I don't even think it has to be a, a sales thing. It has to be you have to be more staying in in their lives as as a person uh, and and reaching out to them and, and reminding who who you are. Rick, you're about to hop in. Sure. Um, so <clears throat> a couple of things that I'm doing is that like when I sell a, a vehicle, uh, I'll uh, jump on Zulu or the local tax assessment website and uh, get the addresses to like 20 people around where that customer lives and send them a hello neighbor letter introducing me and saying, hey, uh, this is the only letter that you'll ever get. <clears throat> the reason for it is because one of your neighbors uh, bought a new car uh, recently. You may have seen it, um, but if you bring this in or refer to this letter, when you come and see me, you'll uh, qualify for special pricing or, or our internet value promise uh, price on any used car, you know, so forth and so on. Then I give a little background of my, uh, you know, history with the community, and you know my hashtag, you know, Rick at Donairs, and you know, tell them to Google me because yeah. they don't know anything about me. Uh, so then, uh, you know, trying to, you know, just simply get my name out to more different people. And, and you, like, you, you just send those to. Um... To the to the to the ad address you don't have a name since you're getting it off Zillow you just got the address so you're saying it to uh for, so yeah I'm addressing it neighbor neighbor dear and neighbor then the address yeah yeah all right but, and have, uh, I mean, have, have people calling you from those um I've like about probably like I'll sell like one out of three hundred letters I do I mean still one out one out of three hundred is phenomenal yeah. yeah 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 that's pretty good return. Right, right. Uh, but on the tax assessment, it does give me the owner's name, but I don't use it because that would just kind of be freaked out. And all the letters are handwritten uh, yeah. on the envelope, of course. Right. But, uh, you know, the personal touch, whereas I could do mailing labels, but that's, I would throw it away if I saw a mailing label. I wouldn't even open it up. Yeah. So, so yeah, especially from someone you don't know. Right. So everything's handwritten. Uh, except for the letter with two business cards inside. Uh, the other thing that I'll uh, do is uh, when I'm all done with the sale, I'll ask, uh, you know, hey, would you be willing to endorse me to uh, people at your work? And they're like, yeah. So I'll do a little short, uh, you know, endorsement video, 20, 30 seconds. And then I'll ask them who is the HR person. So then I'll get in contact with the HR person. I'll send that short video via email to them and give them the idea saying, Hey, uh, you know, so-and-so, you know, just bought a car for me, had a great experience. What do you think about you having the benefit 
to all of your employees making the HR person like get their deal. Like they came up with the idea to all the employees to give a go-to guy if anybody's in the used or new car market and making it the you know XYZ company, you know, employee benefit. Right. Yeah, so, and then- you know, yeah, that, and that's hundred percent activate activating your 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 activating your evangelist. Those people who are in the neighborhood with the car, they they get a chance. You know, even if they didn't call you, odds are they went over to if you if Bob bought a car and you sent Bob's next door neighbor a letter, you know he's probably yeah. going to mention it to Bob <laughs> that, that, that hey this guy Rick this guy Rick Kruger sent me a sent me this letter. So uh, yeah, and, and that gives him a chance to tell your story. Right. Yep. Yeah. And then also. Uh, uh, during the football season, I, uh, my son's, uh, uh, football team, uh, you know, made it all the way to state, but their last home game was semi-state. So there's about, you know, 3,800 people, uh, in the stands. And so, uh, I'm one of the athletic sponsors for the school. And so I hired a, somebody to play the electric violin and sponsored the national anthem. And so I'm going to do that again here in February, uh, where they have the biggest uh, turnout for one of the basketball games uh, here coming up in February. So I'll sponsor. And so I'll be, uh, my name will be brought out, you know, national anthem is being played by so-and-so sponsored by Rick Kruger at Donner's Honda. And then at the end, uh, my name will be brought up again saying, Hey, uh, thank you, Rick. Thank you, you know, so and so for playing it. Uh, if you ever need a newer used car, uh, Rick makes car buying fun. Go see him at Don Air's Honda. Yeah. So that's you know, just another little thing. Cost me fifty bucks, you know, to hire this uh, person to play. Right. So it's well worth it. Oh yeah, and and that's something people are going to remember. And you didn't once mention how many cars you had and which cars you had no. and how much they cost. No. That that's not no. what it's about. Yeah, not at all. Just getting your name and being known, top of mind. Simply, uh, I mean, I've been around the community, you know, so much. Uh, even Mike will tell you. And yeah. by the way, thanks for the birthday card, Mike. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm 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 known, but it's just a matter of keeping to be you know top of mind. Simply, and that's what it's yeah. really all about. Well, that is because because ninety eight you know ninety eight percent everybody buys cars. There's there's ninety eight percent of the market who's who they're they're not going they're not they're not seeking out your ads on the internet. They're they're not uh, thumbing through thrumming through cars.com looking. They're never going to see your inventory listings because they're not in the market. But everybody at that football game is going to remember the guy playing the electric violin and and yeah. uh, and and Rick uh, and uh, and they might not right. buy a car tomorrow. But somebody, somebody they know is probably going to buy a car soon. Yeah, I mean, three percent of the community is in the market right now. Right. So, so, and and so everybody knows somebody uh, who, who's, yep. who's who's in the market for a car. And here's an inter- interesting <clears throat> thing. To, one of the things Rick said was that, "Hey, would you be willing to um, would you would you be willing to endorse me, support me, um, right. getting those reviews online?" And I, and I tell people this all the time because it it doesn't. It doesn't logically make sense to me, but I've seen it enough times that I know know that it's true and that people trust reviews that they read online 
from Google and from DealerRator, they trust it exactly the same as if they're next yeah. door neighbor. It's it, it 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 doesn't make any difference whether it's a stranger from a thousand miles away or their next door neighbor who says, "Hey, that Rick's a good guy. Maybe you ought to go talk to Rick." If enough people say it, people are going to believe it. Yeah, in the middle of my letter, I even say, "Hey, please don't take my word for it. Google me." Right. And then colon uh, Rick Kruger at Don Ayers. Yeah. Copy cat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. That's what I on on my emails. I have the line. Don't take my word for it, and I give them the link to my dealerator reviews. Yeah, yeah. Well, and 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 I'll tell you how important it is. Dealer dealerator is is the biggest example of this because uh, cars dot com was was searching with you know they were they're they're desperately trying to figure out why people buy cars, and they discovered this that. One, people people would prefer to know their salesperson before they got there. They they they, they got there said 90% of the customers would rather know have a have a friend in the car business, a friend at the dealership before they got there because you know it's like walking into war otherwise. And they found the, they found those two stats that 90% of the people would rather know someone at the dealership and that people trust online reviews to the same degree that they trust uh, personal referrals and cars.com. And I don't know how many billions of dollars they gave DealerRator, but they went all in. They bought DealerRator basically on those those two things. We got it. We've got to get in the promoting salesperson's business and getting reviews because that's what people look for. And that's what people want. Right. So when you're looking on cars.com and you click on a specific car, it'll come up the first two people that are um, dealerator certified and have the most uh, recent reviews. Right. Um, it'll show you those two salespeople on the corner of the ad. Yeah. So people can click on me. I get about four leads per month simply from the cars.com dealerator. You know, me being, hey, so-and-so is the salesperson at the car store that you're looking at. And, and, and all, you're, all you're doing to activate that is you're asking for a lot of reviews. <laughs> yeah, to keep, you know, at the yeah. top to be listed. Yeah, so that's, 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 that's probably when, you know, the, that's probably your ultimate strategy. <clears throat> Everyone talks about uh, content and social media and creating content and getting your name out there and everything, but, but those online reviews are the heavyweight champion of any kind of content creation. If you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're even thinking about creating content, creating videos, putting it online, the first thing you got to think about is getting those reviews. That You need reviews, reviews, reviews. Google loves them. Cars.com loves them. DealerRadar loves them. The customers love them, and they will make you money. So if, if, if you got nothing else to do and you're looking for a way to market yourself uh reach out to everybody you've done some business with who hasn't left your review and, and make it and, uh, and and try to get some of those drummed up i'll tell you, Terry, you a couple things i'm doing okay. andrew uh, pratt let me get off. oh yeah um well i see why rick's honda rick by the way i mean dan yeah. got the star spangled banner that's badass yeah. <laughs> um a couple of things that, that I do, me personally, is I work with dealerships and helping them retail their cars better. And yeah. although I'm, I'm focused in on that one to two percent is you'd be amazed just when you go through inventory online and, you know, as a consumer from auto trader to cars and, you know, they don't have photo overlays or they don't have the right, 
you know, marketing materials from that perspective, where literally, if you just focus in on how to get more engagement from those algorithms on those auto trader and car guru relevancy algorithms, right? It, you you don't have to discount the car; you just show up naturally more. And it's uh, it's pretty incredible as as we've been doing this with dealerships and you know adjusting different pricing strategies and and focused in on okay how do we make the description the best and and I just feel like as a dealership group sometimes we we don't always focus in on how do we make things the best how do we have the best photos because yeah. if you go in and and look on Amazon and and you're a consumer shopping you know if you have just a bad photo you're not going to buy something from them. And and yet when you focus in on that consumer experience up there at that top level of how am I getting the lead and how am I getting more searches and, and more click throughs, it it really can make some phenomenal results for you. Well, here here's the thing I think I think people need to remember and and the, the car business is hyper competitive and we're all worried about the, the dealer down the street and the sell the salesperson down the street. And uh we we forget that our competition isn't the dealer down the street or the salesperson street down the street. Our competition is every single person that our customers do business with. And yep. if they if they get accustomed to going to Amazon and seeing exactly what they're going to get in 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 with all kinds of brilliant photography with well written uh, with real written descriptions and 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 a price point that makes sense and it gets delivered to them, they're going to uh they're you know that's what they expect from the dealership. If if they go into Starbucks and everybody remembers their name and they get exactly what they want and it gets hot and fresh every time, that's what they expect at the dealership. So from from everything, uh, w- whether it's uh, your 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 digital marketing or your or your sales strategy, your 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 road to the sale, the competition isn't the other dealerships. The competition is everyone who's trying who's trying to put a hand in your customer's pocket because that's what they've come to expect. They expect everything right now with a smile. And that's exactly right. Yeah. All right. So 707, I appreciate everyone. Matthew, we haven't heard from you. Uh, so if uh, if you've got anything to add, I'd love to hear, hear, hear you pop in. Otherwise, and, Andrew, you didn't tell us wh- who, who you were with and where you were? Uh, I actually have a company. It's called Alpha Price. And Alpha Price. Yes, sir. And so we help dealerships really all across the country. We've started out in Texas, but... Um, we're in several other states now, North Carolina, down in the South, Louisiana, Mississippi. So, and, um, and yeah, we just help dealerships retail their cars better and actually sell them at a higher price point. Well, th- thanks for popping in. Rick, uh, Rick Kruger from, uh, from Don Ayers Honda in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, Mike, uh, Michael Smith just left. He's from uh, Fort Wayne, uh, the Toyota store in there in, in, in Fort Wayne. Uh, I'm Terry Lancaster, and I appreciate you popping in. And like I said, uh, that's that, that took took uh, 38 minutes to say that, but love on your customers every chance you get. That's the best recession medicine you're ever going to find. Lo- lo- love love them as much as you can, as often as you can, and uh, and they'll keep coming back, and they'll bring some friends and uh, and family with them.